You're listening to 103.9 Life FM Gippsland. This is David Braithwaite with the local news headlines. A man has died during storms at Murla near Mubu North on Tuesday. Emergency services were called to a property on Balara Mubu North Road about 6pm. It's understood a man was working on a roof when he was struck by debris. The 50-year-old man died at the scene. Police will prepare a report for the coroner, while WorkSafe will investigate the exact circumstances surrounding the incident. However, the death is not being treated as suspicious. All four units at the Luoyang A power station in the Latrobe Valley shut down on Tuesday afternoon. The power station's owner, AGL, said all four units were tripped and offline for a period because of transmission lines being damaged by significant storms, with efforts being made to bring the units back online. The shutdowns at Luoyang A and the falling of transmission lines in the state's west due to thunderstorms and strong winds saw as many as half a million customers affected by power outages. Osnet said there were 30,000 outages across Gippsland. When fully operational, Luoyang A has a maximum capacity of 2,200 megawatts. Just after 2pm on Tuesday, the Australian Energy Market Operator issued a notice saying it was beginning load shedding or switching customers off due to lack of supply in Victoria. It came as many parts of Victoria recorded temperatures in the mid to high 30s. The shutdown and fallen transmission lines led to wholesale power prices for Victoria and Tasmania running at their ceiling level of $16,600 per megawatt hour, hundreds of times higher than typical levels. Power outages in Victoria also affected Telstra customers. A new chairman and deputy chairman have been appointed to the board of the Mine Land Rehabilitation Authority. The MLRA is an independent statutory body working with the community, industry and government to oversee the rehabilitation of declared mines, which are currently the three Latrobe Valley coal mines. Therese Ryan has begun a five-year term as chairman of the board, replacing Emeritus Professor Ray Mackay, who chaired the board since June 2020. With experience across the resources sector in exploration, project management, construction, operations and mine closure, John Crosby has been appointed the MLRA Deputy Chairman for five years, replacing Christine Trotman. The MLRA board comprises six members with a diverse range of experience and oversees the implementation of the Latrobe Valley Regional Rehabilitation Strategy. The board is responsible for the managing and overseeing the affairs of the MLRA, including providing advice to the State Energy and Resources Minister. In October, the government released the first amendment to the Latrobe Valley Regional Rehabilitation Strategy to reflect the evolving context for coal mine rehabilitation, build on water access guidance, and provide more detail on future opportunities for the community and stakeholders to have their say. Energy and Resources Minister Lily D'Ambrosio said the transition to renewables brought many opportunities for the Latrobe Valley, including transforming the coal-fired power stations and mine sites for new users. Eastern Victoria State MP Harriet Shing said mine rehabilitation was a critical part of planning for the Latrobe Valley's future, with the new appointments to provide expert input into this process and ensure the community's interest were at the heart of any future plans. Wellington Shire Council has endorsed new updated measures under the building regulations to manage floor levels in flood-prone urban areas within Port Albert. The council said the decision underlined its commitment to effective flood risk management despite certain urban areas being excluded from flood control planning provisions by the state government in 2014. In the absence of flood management provision within the urban areas of Port Albert, the council said a robust approach remained necessary to address potential flood impacts, particularly with the threat of sea level rise predicted by current modelling. 
Under the updated measures, new development proposals within designated urban areas of Port Albert must now maintain finished floor levels at a maximum of 80 centimetres above sea level to align with both the West Gippsland Catchment Management Authority guidelines and state government planning policy. Building in a flood-prone area requires report and consent under the Victorian building regulations. However, the Council has decided to continue to waive the report and consent fee for building within flood-prone urban areas. This measure aims to encourage compliance and alleviate financial burden on developers committed to flood risk management. Wellingtonshire Mayor Ian Bai welcomed the proactive measures to ensure a safe, sustainable and resilient urban environment for all residents in coastal communities. Southerner Water has completed the Newry Pipeline upgrade as part of a region-building infrastructure program that primes Gippsland farmers for future success. The $39.8 million Newry Pipeline upgrade is part of a $62.6 million McAllister Irrigation District Modernisation Phase 2 project and replaces 100-year-old open channels with just over 17 kilometres of new pipeline and 50 automated outlets. Water has been delivered to farmers through the new pipeline since August However, with the decommissioning of legacy infrastructure now complete, Southern Rural Water Managing Director Cameron Fitzgerald said this was a great modernisation milestone. The new pipeline provides opportunities to generate water savings, implement best practice water use, invest in on-farm efficiencies, improve farm productivity and enable businesses to be more climate resilient. Mr Fitzgerald says the McAllister Irrigation District Phase 2 modernisation works would not only deliver water savings, but also encourage farmers to implement best practice irrigation and increase their productivity. La Trobe Regional Health is one of five regional hospitals to receive funding from the Royal Children's Hospital Good Friday appeal for the first time. The announcement was made on Friday, with the funding to help regional children be treated closer to home. Last year, the Good Friday Appeal raised more than $23 million for the Royal Children's Hospital, including almost $4.6 million coming from regional Victoria. This year, $2.5 million from the tally will be split among five regional health services in Stage 1 of the Appeals expansion. The Good Friday Appeal funding will be distributed to the regional health services via the Royal Children's Hospital to bankroll life-saving equipment, training and scholarships. Appeal Chairman Penny Fowler said the new regional fund would allow people in those communities to go to their own hospital and receive exceptional care. The funding for LRH will go towards upskilling staff to create Gippsland's first neurodevelopment outpatients clinic and purchase new equipment to detect and manage eye disease through to increasing the capability of nursing staff by purchasing specialised training equipment and offering Royal Children's Hospital secondments. This is 1039 Life FM Gippsland.